Talk That Talk with your hosts, Toya Burris and Brooks Nelson, as we cover hot topics impacting the plus-size community in our new podcast by Shapely, The Weigh-In. Let's discuss the things that matter most to people like us. Are you ready to weigh in? Welcome, everybody, to the first ever episode of The Way In, and it's me, Toya, your host, Toya Burris, and I also have my co-host with me, Brooks Nelson. Brooks, want to say hello? <laughs> What's going on, everybody? It's, it's Brooks Nelson. Um, happy to be here. Happy to, I'm glad uh, Toya asked me to get started with this, this podcast, and uh, we're going to bring y'all a lot of interesting topics, so I'm ready to go ahead and get this thing started. So um, we have a special guest today. Um, You guys know her already. Uh, She gave me the green light for this show. And she's just totally amazing. And she's super cheesing right now. But (laughs) of course, um, Aya Thomas, our founder of Shapely. And, you know, it's all thanks to her that the weigh-in is happening. So um, I asked Aya to be part of the first episode because, you know, it's our first episode. So we have to have, you know, the founder on here. And um, also because of the topic. Um, Today we're going to be talking about is uh, is bash culture toxic. So mm-hmm. I'm super excited to yeah. talk about it. Go ahead, Aya. I know you want to do sound effects. I said, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I don't recall. Who who came up? Brooks, did you come up with the topic? Hey, don't put this on me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, think, I think it was my idea to, to, to kick things off with this particular topic. So, um, yeah. So um, let's get started. So. Um, I don't know. I don't know if I really have a prefer, uh, position yet on whether or not the bash culture is toxic. I can't really say that I have a position yet only because I have not been to a bash yet. So um, all the stories that I've heard about bashes have been through third person. So I just, you know, based on what I've heard, I've heard there's been some, you know, thought boppy stuff going on, but I don't really know. <laughs> anything past that's to say that it's toxic or like you know to place judgment on it so I don't know I'm gonna kick it to Aya what do you think well um for me I think wherever you go whether it be a bash a trip whatever and whatever it's geared to whether it's geared to plus size people or not I feel like you're gonna find what you're looking for right and I feel like it, it depends on what you're going to a place for and just like any other, I want to say subculture or subcommunity or whatever, if you're going there to make friends, you'll find that. If you're going there to do other things, um, you'll find that as well. So I definitely think that it's us. What do you think? So uh, in short, I would say yes. You know, it, it is toxic in a sense because I feel like these events were put together um, to bring people together. And I think somewhere along the line, that's changed. And, and I want to touch on a point, like my first event was 2013. Um, I was, you know, completely new to everything. I got invited by one person. Um, so I said, you know, what the heck, let's, let's try it out and see, you know, what these bashes are all about. Um, I also want to add 2013 was like one of the worst years of my life. So 
I was going through a lot at that time. Okay. So when I got invited, I was like, you know, this would be good. You know, I, I'll just, you know, get away and, you know, see what's going on. And I get to the bash and it's great. I felt completely accepted. There was no animosity. There was no, I mean, you didn't feel any type of, um, what's there? I mean, all the vibes were good. And I just think that now it's kind of changed to the point where it's more of a competition. It's, it's less, it's less about bringing people together and actually enjoying yourself and feeling comfortable and more about other factors. People come into these events with, you know, predetermined mindsets and, and, and different things that, you know, don't actually add to the all inclusiveness um, that I think, you know, things were originally generated for. What do you guys think was like the original purpose of the bash? Like what it sounded like to me that a bash was created for people who, you know, pretty much had a similar look or even people who were attracted to those same people could like congregate and feel comfortable in their own skin and, you know, have a good time together. So um, I'm just wondering, you know, where did that change? What Brooke said, um, I definitely think the same because uh, my first plus size event, it wasn't a bash. It was actually a cruise, but it's the same premise. It was one of the worst years of my life. And I found this group that I thought, you know, it was a family or whatever the case may be. And that particular trip, that happened to be the case. But as you progress and you start seeing the inner workings and the nitty gritty of everything, th- what he holds, what he says, I agree with his opinion in that. Um, I think where we differ is that I'm I'm not looking for that, so it doesn't necessarily, like, affect me. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it sucks. It does. And, you know, you see the effects of it. You see people who's – Brooks and I had a great, first, a great first experience. You know, I know some people who didn't because of the behavior that Brooks was talking about. And they didn't come back, you know, any subsequent years or anything like that. You know, we a lot of us, we still talk to this day. But, you know, that, that's where it, it sucks. So I definitely think it was, it, it was definitely started for that purpose. Um, but along the way, I definitely think from, to me, from the owners and the patrons alike, there were a lot of things mishandled. Um, I always hear about, like, these infamous hookups and, like, just the weekend of total orgy. So, <laughs> so I was just wondering, like... You know, was that always like a like that stigma always there? Like that was that something always around, or that was just something that happened over time? And I guess you know everybody goes to things for different reasons. Of course, you can have people that's going there like you know with the intentions like, yo, I'm just here to hook up this weekend, meet somebody, and have a good time, and that's that. Or you know, there might be people there who are like hoping to uh, meet new people and just start maybe like some new relationships. But like, is it really the best place to do that? Well, can I take it back just just a little bit um, to to your last point, um, and then I'll tie it all together. I think that the men, right, from a man's perspective, right, um, you know, you you want to come to an event because you can be around like minded individuals. You can be around guys that are interested in the same type of women you are, and you know, obviously, you talk about sports all the other stuff too and you you create those bonds and friendships but you know my friends from back home I have maybe like one friend who likes who's into you know plus size women so 
you know, it, it's, it's good to be around people that share similar interests and, in, you know, whatever. Um, I think for, for women, you know, it's just that comf- being able to be comfortable, uh, being able to wear a two-piece at, at the pool, just little stuff like that that uh, makes all the world a difference. I mean, I've talked to people who said, you know, they didn't wear shorts. Like, literally, I haven't, they haven't worn shorts in years. And then they come to... I know somebody <laughs> like that. She's on here. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, the first time I wore shorts since middle school was when you and I took that picture in Atlanta, Brooks. That was yeah, that's, middle that, school. And I'm and 35. That's, and, that, and that's wild to me. And, um, you know, but but that these type of events give people uh, that type of confidence or uh, security totally to do that. Um, so I think that's totally agree. the original premise of, the, you know, the bash of the events. And... Um, you know, I, I I just think that over over time, it, it it's kind of it's it's just changed because I remember my first couple of events. It was like, oh, when's the next one? When's the next one? Not not only my thoughts, but everybody around me. It's just like they couldn't wait until the next event. You know, especially the newer people. This was like a whole new world. They couldn't wait to come back. Now it's more like, I don't know if I'm gonna be back. Oh, I didn't I didn't really get a good vibe from so and so. Oh, I didn't feel accepted. Did. And that's that's crazy that you didn't feel accepted because maybe you're too small or or even you're too big or whatever the case may be. People aren't feeling as accepted at these events anymore, and that kind of kills the whole the whole purpose behind even throwing the events, in my opinion. So that's um, what I think is toxic in in that sense. Most definitely. Um, and but then it's like, whose fault is it? Is it the people going, or is it the the people, the promoters that are throwing the the bashes, like who bears most of the responsibility? I don't know. I think it's twofold. A lot of people are just bored. <laughs> to me, the funnest events are the events that have activities, structure. Like you, t- you're too engaged to be all up in people' business, to be right. clicky, to do whatever. Like you're going here, you're going there, you're in this workshop, you're in this form, you're doing this, you're doing that. So to me, structure is definitely important. Giving people things to do is very important and to me like the idol what idol mind is the devil's playground right right so you just in there for hours with nothing to do nothing on the agenda what do you think is going to happen yeah i think a lot of people have over the last few years have been kind of weighing whether the events are worth the the price of admission and i think yeah people are bored they're like you know what I don't want to keep going to these things when we're going to do the same thing over and over and over again. I could have went to the Bahamas for this. I could have went on a cruise. I could have went whatever. Like, the price point. The price the point is that money, high. I'm, yeah. Yeah. So I think it's, it's, there's like several factors that contribute, but um, I think, yeah, bored and, and lack of um, new ideas is really what's, what's killing it, to be honest. Um, I did want to speak about on the killing of, See, now I feel like we're talking about something else because it's like, yeah. originally we were talking about the culture is toxic, but now we're talking yeah. about the value of the culture, of bash culture. Like, has the value mm-hmm. or what is being delivered now? Yeah, people are bored. So yeah. it's like, there's nothing to do. So if you're going, okay, so you're going to a bash and you get there and I'm not saying this is happening um I'm just throwing a scenario. So you go to the bash, you get there, and then you really like you discover like, wow, like this wasn't really 
organized. There's no itinerary. There's nothing really for me to do. So of course, like what most people do is you're going to try to make something fun, but sometimes trying to make something fun turns into mess. So mm-hmm. I guess that's what's um, happening. And, um, you know, I just wonder like what else people can do because really from the customer standpoint, I'm thinking for them, like if I was going to pay money to go somewhere, like, I don't feel like it's my responsibility to figure out how to make this event better. Very true. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah, most definitely. I think, um, you know, I think part of the, the bad rep that bashes get for, you know, the hookups and stuff like that is because like, I mean, what else are you going to do? <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean, it, let, let's let's let's. I mean, if we keep it if you keep it at hundred percent, any event where there's a whole bunch of single people uh, with alcohol and pools Ooh. and yeah, <laughs> you know, all that it's it's gonna be hookups. You know what's gonna, gonna happen? Be, yeah. yeah, I mean, you already know what it is. But I think the lack of you know, that, like I said, the itinerary and, and you know, it, it's almost like, you know, what else are we going to do? You know what I'm right. saying? If there were activities, I'd be engaging in something else. Um, I'm not going to, you know. A lot of these places too, Toya, some of them are in the middle of kind of nowhere. Like you, you kind of have to drive out 20, 30 minutes to get to someplace, you know, populous almost. Mm-hmm. So it's not like you can just, say I'm going across the street or whatever and, and find something else to do. Uh, some of them are in industrial parks. Some of them, you know what I'm saying? Like, so you, you, you're just, you, you need something to do. And that something might be another person. And like, and then you have the issue where you, the, the female to male ratio is off as well. Mm. Um, so what also contributes to that, you know, that level is, now I'm stuck in the middle of nowhere, yes. kind of. Yes. There's uh-huh. nothing for me to do. And I know that there's one guy to 12 women. So now where you and I will most likely be cool outside of there being this guy, now there's a guy involved. And now I don't like you no more because I, I want to get, I want this night and you want that night or I just don't want you to have any nights at all. Right. So these are all the that con- contribute to that a, a lot of times what I feel is that the women who would genuinely like have the same goals same everything and I know would be great people to each other in real life the the fact that there's either a mate or something whether it be man woman whatever dangled in the middle has led to some sort of beef mm-hmm. and then that leads to it because if if I'm coming to your event and now I don't want to come guess what me and five of my homegirls ain't coming either and then five of their homegirls ain't coming either. See, that sounds like that's out of control of a promoter, though. Like, that is just, like, that just goes back to, like, women just having respect for not only themselves, but, but for each other. But that's I said, it's twofold. Yeah. It's, two, it's definitely twofold. Twofold. But I, I, complex situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm so glad you brought that up because I, I that's that is another element to the the, the toxic behavior that takes place mm-hmm. because the the numbers are so the ratio is so off that you know a lot of times uh you know people are they, they get catty and yep. you know if if you already you're you don't have anything to do then the guy you're interested in 
is with another woman and you're in a middle of a, of nowhere with nowhere else to go, you're, you're just sitting in your room, you know what I'm saying, it. making drinks by yourself. Yeah, and, I, and, and that just adds to a lot of people that come home. <laughs> yeah, people come home and they're like, you know, I, I didn't enjoy myself. I had a, you know, whatever. I don't think I'll be back. That contributes to it. Because if, mm-hmm. we're, if we're keeping it real, mm-hmm. if these people were getting the, if you were getting the attention, if you had those options that you thought you were going to have when you came, you probably would have had a totally different experience. Right. A completely mm-hmm. different experience. So and I just want to touch on the fact of Toya too, because I don't want to dismiss her opinion where that's up to the individual as well. And that's because for me, like when I first when I went to my first bash, I thought I was I thought I was it. I thought I was popping. I thought I was killing everything. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, nobody paid me no mind, which is all right, whatever. Um, but in that, just who I am didn't allow me to and the values that I hold didn't allow me to adjust to what I was presented with. I was like, okay, this ain't that type of party. So let me, you know, switch that up. And this, this, that behavior is not me not saying that there's anything wrong with whoever be who you want to be, live out loud, do whatever. You know what I'm saying? But in that, I didn't allow that situation to adjust who I am as a person. So what kind of situation are you talking about, really? Like, be specific. So so like Brooke said, you know, sometimes a lot of people say they didn't have a good time because they didn't get the attention they wanted. They didn't get the time they wanted. They didn't get whatever. And then in that, there's a level level of, I would say, being desperate. Right. Where I'm now got, I now got beef with you or now I'm now going to lessen my standards or do something that I wouldn't normally do because I didn't come here for nothing. I didn't get on a plane for nothing. You know what I'm saying? Where for me, it was like, okay, this is what type of party it is. I'm just going to have fun. You right. know what I'm saying? My first bash, I met Brooks. I met Yancy. I met, I met a lot of people. You know, so I was able to shift gears, but that's just who I am. If, if, if that's not you, then you're going to engage in everything else. Yeah, I think I have a similar personality. If I... You know, I'm now like open to dating because I'm newly single not too long. Well, a couple months. Hey, hey, get it, get it. (laughs) So, you know, but like, you know, I'm excited to like eventually go to my first bash and, but I'm not going there with the intentions like, oh, I got to like, I'm going to meet a dude or whatever. But I think that's also because like where I am personally in my life. And I think that has a lot to do with like, you know, everyone is in different spaces in their life, you know? So like, even if I went there and like, let's say the ratio is exactly what you guys saying, like, there's not a lot of options and you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to still turn up and have the best time ever because that is the type of personality I have because one, I'm Trinidadian and the party not stop. Okay. (laughs) And I'm going to have a good time, rain or shine, no matter what. (laughs) So, you know, Mm-hmm. I think it's good to have that like attitude, even when a situation is not going like the way you intended to, to like make the best of it. Because you know why? Right. Why be somewhere and then like you can't enjoy yourself just because everything didn't work out the way? Like you gonna? I'll make myself enjoy myself. Shoot, that's how I look at things. But but unfortunately, everybody doesn't have that same attitude. mentality because yeah. Be- yeah, because you know a lot of people come with specific expectations and when those expectations aren't met that's when things get get hectic because it's like and not to get not to get too specific but 
you know, there it's are specific, there we're, are we're looking for specificity here. Okay, we're looking you're for looking specificity for here. Okay, you're looking for specific. If somebody hasn't hooked up, hasn't had sex, whatever, in six months, a year, whatever, and they've been talking to their girls, they've been talking to whoever, and they said, you know, they've kind of been given a, a, a blueprint or, or an idea of what the bash life is like, and then they go, and it's not that at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're going to so be disappointed. Uh-huh. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And, and for, from men, you hear it all the time, or you see them posting the groups, and, and the first thing they say is, oh, the women were bougie, the women were stuck up, da 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 First of all, that has a lot to do with their approach and how, how they present themselves at Facts, the event. because you ain't going to walk up to me and grab on nothing. Right. Do but they've been told. It sound like... It sound like... But, um, but hey, this ain't Eastern Parkway, but go ahead. <laughs> but listen, they've been told that you can just go to the bash and you can hook up with this chick, this chick. It's easy, you know. So and then when they get there... Everybody pops off at a bash. Is that the stigma yeah. that the guys who are coming for the first time are thinking? I believe so. Oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> Most definitely. Like, that's Most definitely. I mean, <laughs> like, I where mean, you been? <laughs> I mean, yeah. And I, I think a lot of men come in with the expectation, like, I'm about to go in this weekend. I mean, I'm about to, I'm about to do my thing. And if it doesn't happen exactly the way they thought it would, they're disappointed and you know they talk obnoxious acting a fool I'm just letting y'all do know when Toya comes to the bash there's no train stop here B (laughs) (laughs) I think the guys know pretty much right Brooke the guys Uh, I think the guys know who yeah they know I mean for the most part they know who they can try and who not to you know what I'm saying I think most most part they know character and can tell right away when somebody's not with it you know I feel, I feel like i feel like honestly as a man be, given the ratio what it is you you should know within like 30 minutes of stepping on the, the, Papa, the yeah. whether you're gonna have a good week or not and like, to go back to toya's question is it the best place for relationships i'm gonna say i say no yeah i'll say no that. because even even if relationships have formed those cup they make each other like stop coming back to the event if really? you really think about it yeah so if i met a boo at the at a bash let's say i went to a bash and i met a boo uh-huh. and me and him is hitting it off we together and then next bash right you won the lotto and that was the one in a million chance <laughs> yeah, you're not going to bash no more he's looking at you like nah she's like, looking at him like nah and yeah, y'all yeah, never yeah, be so again we see we'll see you on facebook <laughs> the, the woman the woman who initially invited me to my first event she met somebody at another event and they both planned to go to the bash that she invited me to and then they ended up hitting it off getting married and wow. nobody's seen them since that's been <laughs> so 2013 they they, i'm sunset. serious they never they were gone. They, they, nobody ever heard. I hear those cans driving so. off when people get married. You know, you hear that? I'm throw that. Yeah, the clips. Yeah. yeah, I mean that's, that. That's smart. That's smart. I mean, what is it like to me? I think the bashes. To me, it sounds like the bashes have a specific purpose. So it's like at that point, if you meet somebody, if you're there, so like most people are going. So, like we should poll it. Like this is a question for the audience. Is most people going to the bashes to hook up, or are people going there to meet somebody? People are people are definitely going there to meet people. There's no question about it. No question, because 
For not one, you me. you see several. <laughs> I said not see me. Several. Okay. Not everybody. Not everybody, of course. But there's a lot of people that are going there hoping to to meet somebody. Right. Um, I can speak from personal experience. I know several other men that have told me that they meet somebody, and women have you know when you move in Ohio. When you, <laughs> you know, when, when you, why you got you know Ohio? <laughs> I'm gonna get that one. Like I get it in Ohio, like camera I mean, said. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's that's what that's what happens, and and I think people are looking to like strike up these, these relationships, but the probability is again, so again, because you yeah, it's like ratio, you, it's like play Mega Millions, please yeah, play bro, Mega Millions. Like, how you really expect yeah. to really meet a man? And with ratios like that, like I don't even know what they are, but they sound ridiculous. Well, and, and people ask me to me, I think I'm very, I think I'm Switzerland, like I'm very cool with everybody. And one of my biggest like cardinal rules is like I'm not dating anybody in in that world. Like, but you haven't dated. Anybody I'm, I'm just not doing it. No, I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to fight nobody. Like, I'm not trying to have an attitude with anybody. I think there's a lot of genuinely cool people there, and I just refuse to let something that feeble coming between us you know what I'm saying but the connotation is you know in my last relationship you know because I'm single too hey so in my last relationship the bash (laughs) issue was definitely a problem and that's because of what he heard he's never been to a bash but the bash issue was definitely uh, a problem for him and I definitely think it lent its sense of turmoil to our relationship and it's not until last year that he came to two and it was just like oh this is not what i thought it was right oh um so this i see what you get out of it like i see the other side that like brooks is talking about but i also see what you get out of it and why you come so i definitely think that's important too and and definitely important to, because I'm talking about like for years, like for years it was just always an issue. Why are you doing that? And then it's not until he was, he was like, oh wow, like this is dope. Like I I would love to come. So to me that goes back to anything. Like you you get what you go for. But I know it was definitely an issue of contention because of the the stereotypes and the word of mouth and the things that people chose to spread. Brooks, what do you get out of that? Nobody chooses to say. I have amazing friends. I was able to start an amazing business or, you know, nobody comes back with that news. Everybody want to come back with who they smashed or whatever the case may be. So that's really what you hear the most of. That's whack. <laughs> I'm sorry. It just sounds very juvenile to me. Like yeah. it sounds very like some high school shit. Like I haven't had a conversation like that in years. Yeah. <laughs> So it's like, I'm thinking as uh, all these adults, you would think they would be talking about like what you just said, like, oh, like, yeah. you know, I met this girl and she's like, got this really cool business and, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't yeah. know, like, I'm not going anywhere to be fighting with no females about some dude I just met like a day ago. That's just dumb. Yeah. Some amazing people. I could even, I just want to name drop because I think they're just well-deserving um lisa rothwell Rothwell, attorney amazing beautiful person all the texas people sulema tammy everybody christina everybody of course the new york crew nelson all the people of brookside all the people i speak to in my everyday life right now i have met at these events yeah and that's why i always take the time to use my platform to say look whatever i'm not saying what you're saying is not true but i'm saying that 
there's also this side of it. You know, even this year, like, I fed horses. Like, I fed horses in Rhode Island with, with Mandy and Carla and everybody. That was a good time. I would have never met those people or been able to do that without these events. And Brooks, guess what? We wouldn't have your sexy radio voice for this podcast if I didn't meet you. <laughs> very true. Very, very true, right? You want to know, ladies. Yeah, I mean, I'm sexy. <laughs> oh, Lord. No, but I've, I've met some amazing people um, through these events as well. People that, you know, I, I talk to on a regular basis, people that contribute to, you know, my life in a positive way that I can bounce ideas off of, and, mm-hmm. you know, just in my professional life and my, you know, with my hobbies and everything. So for me, it's been, it's been great. It's just, you know, when I talk about the culture being toxic, I'm speaking more, more as in, in bash terms, right. not so much mm-hmm. everything, everything else that, cause there's plenty of things that with the relationships that you build that you can, um, you know, you can take that and, and, and do whatever you want with it in, in your personal life. Um, but I think that, um, with the with the the toxic level or or whatever you want to want to call it is is based on the actual events, um, which is unfortunate. So how do we lessen that then? How yeah, how how do people go about lessening that? What what would your how advice? Can we fix it? What do you to have both to the it? attendees and the and the promoters? I'm gonna say that's what I'm gonna throw out there. I would say from a a, a promoter standpoint. Um, I would just, I would switch it up. Like you got to do something that uh, sparks some, some more interest. I mean, like I said, it's been too repetitive the last few years. Uh, and, I, and I also think trying to touch a different demographic. I mean, bring new people. Um, yeah. I can't remember who I was talking about this, but there's millions and millions of plus size people around the world. And yeah, as we know with this community, people are willing to travel yes so if you're promoting just through facebook or you know you're promoting to the same people that would be coming to your events over and over again you know i think that the best times are when you get that new blood in there and and, yes. and you know what i'm saying and you get new faces to the mm. you know i mean just <laughs> just but to keep it interesting they may not know how to do that that could be an issue too well i think but then they don't to- go ahead but I think a lot of people they're not they're not trying to thank you. Oh, okay. Get, get I've been with Brooks when he right. was like, Look, I have friends, utilize me. Utilize and in one ear, out the other. I've yeah. I've witnessed him do that. And so it's to almost me, like he's the demographic. Society, all we ask is trust. Like they don't want no <laughs> Like, no, I, I specifically I specifically and I, I'm and I'm never never gonna name drop it as far as that, right. but I specifically talk to someone and I say like you know look your your event was lacking some men you know a lot of women have been talking and they're not too pleased with you know the amount of men here um you know I have male friends that I can bring to these events but I can already tell you that what what happened I mean don't get me wrong I had a good time but with what what was on the itinerary they're not gonna enjoy themselves you know what I'm saying these are guys that are in there late 20s early 30s like you know what i mean like they're not trying to be just sitting at the pool all day long mm-hmm. you know what i mean you got to have something else i mean you have a that's it i don't know like i mean <laughs> that's not always it 
Oh, okay. Guys, that's not all. My first batch. Yeah. <laughs> that's not always it, but if I, let me give you a rundown of, of the typical bash itinerary. On a sample schedule. It's like <laughs> sample, schedule. sample schedule, right? This is let's say this is a Saturday. So there's usually like everybody's still a little bit inebriated, intoxicated, whatever. Right. In the, the morning. So that, workshop is going on at 10. Uh-huh. Go yeah, ahead. There, <laughs> there's there are different smaller events that take place in the morning that some people don't wake up in time for, which is unfortunate again. But um, but it's that early morning lull stage. And then after that, people usually head to the pool around noon. People participate in pool activities, whether it be food eating contests, um, whether it be, you know, different games in the pool, which is always fun, by the way. Don't get mm-hmm. me wrong. Mm-hmm. Usually have a DJ who's rocking the pool area. It's cool. After that, there's another lull where it's like crickets. You kind of, kind of do what you, <laughs> you got to figure something out. Crickets. It's like downtime usually. Yeah, yeah it's it's like a, a downtime for a few hours, and then there's usually like the night, the night party. Yeah, and you know people go to the night party, and after that they usually come back and either sit by the pool, chill in somebody's room. Um, but I, I just think that those gaps need to be filled in more. Uh, because like I said, if my boys come through, they're not going to be having that. They're gonna be like, I paid two hundred dollars to for what? I could have went to my I could have went to the the pool in my apartment complex. I could have went to the beach. Like why? I'm, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. and I don't know these people, so it's not really like I'm coming to see any of my old friends. Very. True. You know, I can I can come to an event and see my friends and just just to to, to link back up with people I haven't seen in a mm-hmm. while. And that's that'll do my heart good. I'm I'm cool with that. But for a lot of people that's new, like that's that's not enough for them. Right. Mm-hmm. That wouldn't be enough for me either. You know. Um, just based on that sample. So, um, guys, I need y'all to like, you know, get some more ingenuity in there. We want some new ideas, you know? Because think about it, Brooks, the events that I find that we most talk about and we're most excited about are the events that had stuff going on. It was like, yeah, they did this. or yeah, we were able to do that or whatever the case may be. That's really, you know, that's what we end up talking about or when we had stuff to do and it was like yo did you see me do that nobody else is doing that or whatever the case yeah well something was probably new yeah so what would you say for the attendees too now the attendees what can they what can they do to to the table i feel like they should continue to get Um, back i mean Other than their ad, other than like a, a different approach to the whole bash scene, I mean, I feel like if you are a promoter, you're, this is your event. It's it's your job to make sure that everybody uh, feels welcome and has a good experience. Um, obviously, you know, people they bring other things, they bring other baggage and stuff to the events, which can throw things off. So they should mm-hmm. try to come into each event with a clean slate, um, but. I mean, it's hard for me to say what, especially somebody that's new to the event, like how are you going to contribute to something that you're not aware of? Like you don't have any type of experience with. Well, I I would say to the uh, attendees, one, don't 
if, if whatever your expectation was about other people, not necessarily the event was not met, like you don't have to be sour pussing for the next three days, especially if that expectation was any kind of hookup or relations with somebody of either the same sex or the opposite sex. So if you ain't get what you want from whatever, like to me, that, that's not sufficient enough to just be like, oh, I hate it here. Right. And there was so much other things you could do outside of that. Because, I mean, that's what POF is for, OKCupid <laughs> and all that stuff is for, too. It's you know? right. Um, <laughs> right. And, and then three, well, three, two, the, the click stuff, too. Like, you, be, be welcoming to other people as well. Like, there's a lot of you can't sit with us kind of mentality. And to me, I'm not, I'm not like that because... I know that a lot of people in that realm, you know, for issues that are go way beyond us, have social anxiety, might be depressed. Like there might be a, a few reasons to why they feel that way. And I never wanted to contribute to somebody else feeling bad. So if I see somebody that looks kind of off or just doesn't have anybody to sit with, it's like, yo, come, come sit with us, have a blast. Um, Alyssa, I'm gonna drop her because sweet, sweet, sweet girl. Like I remember the first year I met her, and you know I was just like, oh, come, come sit, come sit with us. Like a lot, a lot of people. Like I'm just inclusive like that, you know. And that's because you don't know what anybody else is struggling outside of here. So that I would say that to the attendees, like be less clickish and more inclusive. Because the reason why you came to this event to begin with is because you feel shunned by society in some way. Yeah. So then why bring that bad behavior into this environment that is supposed to be for us? I would like to laugh. I want to add something. I wanted to, I I like that you brought that up that, um, because I feel like that has come up often when we talk about, you know, the community and whatnot, and how the fact that, um, you know, these are these organizations or parties or or meetups are were created for a reason for people to get together that, you know, look like each other, and they could feel comfortable. So do you feel like a lot of people now it's like, they're a whole different person now inside of the community versus when they're like, yo, it's a war. It. It, it's a war. It is a war and they're constantly coming for you. Am I, am I not correct? It's, it's the, the SSBBWs against the regular BBWs and neither of those groups are BBWs like the small BBWs. Like it's, it's, it's ridiculous. Yeah. And to me that, that definitely lessens the, that not lessens heightens the the environment it's right. just like why why or somebody who was once a ssbbw is now 10 12 whatever the case may be and they knew new oh they knew new they don't talk to you no more they don't know what you look like they trying to take the dudes from you who ain't paid them attention two or three years ago and now they don't have beef with you but now they do wow a because whole new person new and they got real on they check no 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 we, I, I don't do that and I don't respect it. And I call it out every time. I call it out every time. I be like, nah, we ain't going to behave like this. Yeah, the, the size discrimination is really? It's like really weird. And I it's just disgusting. Don't, I just don't understand it. Like, I mean, I, I've, I've heard from several different women that they were told they're too small to be at the bash. Like, why are you here 
you know what I'm saying? You don't need a bash. Like, why are you, you know what I'm saying? You're too like small for this. Or, <laughs> or people who have been in, in this, on the scene for 10, 20 years and they lost weight all of a sudden. It's like, why does she still come to these events? Mm-hmm. Da, 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 da. Like, why? I mean, because I, these are my friends. Like, that's what she's saying. Like, why? these are my friends. I've known these people for 20 years. Why would I not come to the event now since I lost some weight? So that, that mentality is just all the way off to me. And I, I just don't understand um, that concept. I just can't grasp how you could feel that way. But that's unfortunately how a lot of people feel. To what we're talking right. about. And like it adds yeah. To- people have been like accosted in bathrooms and been told um, you need to leave. You're too small. What? But then if you're on the smaller side, don't be walking up in there thinking you're the best thing since sliced bread either. Right. You know what I'm saying? So a, a lot of it is a shared responsibility. A lot of it is to up to the individual. Like if everybody just walked in there with a better attitude, a different attitude, it would, it would definitely be better. Change. Yeah. I agree with that. Yeah. Um, I haven't experienced it, but just logically that makes a lot of sense to me. Like I don't understand why I would come into a space that was created for people like me with the same negativity that I have to experience outside in the real world, you know right. what I'm saying? And bring it to this safe right. this place. This space is supposed to be safe. So why would you bring that energy here? So I don't get it. Right. And But what's crazy, I think people, once they become so immersed in the community, they start becoming the same people that so they true. didn't like outside I of know. the yeah. That sounds crazy. Like, it's, it's crazy to me, like how, you know what I'm saying, you hated the people they always used to talk about you and your bathing suit and how she has no business wearing that. And now you're, you're doing that it. chick or, or you're that person inside of this community. You're mm-hmm. telling her, I don't know why she wearing that. Oh, she lost a little weight. She thinks she can pull that off. Like that's, <laughs> that's crazy. That's um, some BS to be quite frank. As far as I'm concerned, I'm telling y'all right now, that's some BS. Mm-hmm. It's not cool. It's actually really corny to me. I don't, I don't get it. I mean, for me, that's why I try my best in everything that I do or produce to be as inclusive as possible. Right. Um, that's always a point of mine. To me, it's not right if I don't, if everybody just looks the same. I need different sizes, different shapes, different Diversity, colors. Yeah. Different, right, because we, we all look different and different doesn't necessarily mean bad. All plus, all plus size isn't the same, basically. Right. But we should celebrate it. It shouldn't right. be like... You know, right. like you said, if you're a super size or if you're like a smaller um, smaller plus size person that, you know, one is better than the other. No, like mm-hmm. really to me, like it's about who you are as a person. You could be a crappy person, big, really big or really small. Like, right. so be better people to each other. Let's be better and bring that right. energy back to the community. So that um, the toxic stuff that we're talking about that's happening now, and for me that I haven't even experienced, but I heard so many stories, like, I would like, you know, with everything that's going on with this pandemic and my first bash that I go to, I want it to be a really positive experience. So I really think that um, talking about this is good. It's healthy. I can't wait to hear what, you know, our listeners think about the conversation and what their insight is. Well, and um, I just want to say that a lot of the group owners, like, they're slowly taking heat. They're offering new stuff. You know what I'm saying? The itineraries are becoming a bit more robust. 
Good. I'm switching things up a little. And sometimes you you learn from failure. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes things have to go kaput for you to say, okay, maybe I need to go back to the drawing board or I can't be this way. So yeah, to me, there's a platform. There's definitely that toxic nature there, but it's to me, it's also a beautiful place um, to make friends to start business ventures, to be inspired, to network, do connections and things like that. Because as Brooke said, and I second as well, you you know, there's people I talk to every day. You know what I'm saying? There's people that check for me. There's people that know I'm just not doing well just by looking at me from and meet, meeting them in this, in this subculture. So I'm grateful for that. Yeah. I, I, I just think that, I just think that, the first thing that needs to be adjusted in this process is just the overall vibe. Like people can't continue to leave these events with a bad taste in their mouth. Okay. And you can have, you know, as many activities as you want to, you can have people entertained uh, for however long, mm -hmm. but until you change the overall like atmosphere, the feeling they have, it's, it's not going to, they're not going to leave and have high praise for your event. They're not going to tell their friends to come back next year. Right. Um, if it was catty, if the, there was drama with, you know, whoever was throwing the event, et cetera, et cetera, they're not going to want to come back. People look at this as an escape yeah, from their regular life, from the drama that they have at home. They're not trying to come into this other space where there's even more drama. Where there's, yeah. you know, so that has to be fixed. Um, I'm not exactly, I mean, it, it's tough because it's, it's, it's hard to pinpoint exactly where it's coming from. So as an owner, it's hard for you to, to know where exactly you need to start. Well, you um, can start from what you said where, um, if, if y'all got beef, you and your cohorts, co whatever, keep, keep that inside. Yeah. Because yeah. that's another big turnoff people had, like just watching group owners go at it. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Or group owners being thing to being negative and stuff to patrons like that. That had a thing. I would say it sounds like I people need to be on the business side of things. It sounds like yes, more professional. And then yeah. on, uh, on just the social level, when you said you weren't sure, you know where to start. It starts with people, and it starts with checking yourself and your behavior. And um, I glad to check you both. <laughs> But I'm just saying, like, you know, we should hold each other accountable. Like, I mean, when I say check, like, I'm not checking no random set strangers if they not yeah. come in with their crap to me. But like, if I see mm -hmm. my friend or, you know, whatever, someone I know in a, in a good way, I would say to them, hey, like, what you did was not cool. And I, and I really think yeah. Adjust that. I know plenty of times in my mm. personal life, even I've like had um, a, just a bad day in the way I like handled someone was a little bit rough. And then I had to go back and apologize to them. So I, I hate to hear that people are not aware of their behavior. People know what they're doing. It's not like, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So I think people just need to be more accountable for themselves, especially when you're entering into these spaces and just remember why everyone is here, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I and I, and I want to also want to say like, I love going to these events. So I just want to throw that in there because I feel like I've I don't want it to seem like I've just been, you know, <laughs> throwing crazy shades. 
yeah, I want to. I want to bring it back because I, I I love these events. It's they're they're great. I've never been to a bash and had a bad time. Mm-hmm. Um, there there's things I would have improved from certain events, but there's I've never left and said I wish I wouldn't have went. You know that was that was terrible for me. So, mm-hmm. you know, but but with that said, I do think that, um, you know, this community is extremely loyal. They show up and show out mm-hmm. when people throw events they will show up they don't even need the date you tell them i'm throwing i'm serious you i'm, I'm throwing an event in june 2022 2022 uh-huh. they are they're coming like i don't i don't right. care this Go right. ahead, i'm gonna buy my pass now yeah put it on chill for two years whatever yeah. i'm there and yeah. i think that that loyalty needs to be rewarded like take some of my input facts in mind yeah. you know what i'm saying if i've been to the last eight events you've thrown you know what I'm saying? And I got some input. I want to add something to, you know, what you're saying, what you're doing, you know, take that into consideration. Right. That, that's all I'm saying. Take it into consideration. Listen make to the necessary customer. improvements. Make the adjustments. Yeah, that, thank and, you, Toya. Yeah, listen to your customer. Yeah. yeah. It's, you don't want to, I think overall the community has, has gotten stagnant. The Bass community has gotten stagnant. Because it seemed like, it, yeah, honestly, yes. It, it seemed like it was getting better and better every year when I first, my first one was 2013, mm-hmm. 2014, 2015. I mean, it just kept getting better and better. I was, I love the scene. Mm-hmm. And somewhere along the lines, it was just kind of like, oh, okay. Well, because they, yeah. everybody felt like we got your money already. We ain't right. got, we have, we know you're loyal. We know you're loyal. Took a bad yeah. There's not much we have to switch up. But that's why it, it rocks everybody and it throws everybody off when there's something new and exciting coming because it's like, uh-oh, we got to work now. But, but you remember, <laughs> you remember, back in the, back in, back years ago, before Bash, those groups, those Bash groups used to be popping. Like yes. Three Lit. months, three yes. months before the event, it yes. was countdowns. It was... Right, everybody showing I, off their outfits. <laughs> They like, suitcases. I can't the wait. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the whole nine, everybody, uh-huh. and I just don't see that anymore. Like um, I, I used to be. I, I can't wait. I'm looking. Oh, okay, two months. Oh, I got yeah. thirty days to the bash. Two weeks to the bash. Yeah. And Brooks was thirsty. Now it's like. <laughs> yeah, it still shows up on oh, my reminders out. as my timeline. I'll be like, just sitting here waiting out. for such and such. Yeah. So I know what he's talking about. Yes. But I used to be lit too. Now, I used to be looking at the sideline like I want to go to the bash, bro. <laughs> listen, people, people flying in to to spend one night at the bash. Like they. Yes. People are talking on the phone. Girl, you missing out. You missing out. It's crazy Bash. right now. Come now. Come now. You're like, what you going to do for the bash? <laughs> I fly one night for the bash. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Very for true. One night, for one night, I, I had I had people I loading stuff on, you know, Instagram or Snapchat or wherever. People like, oh, man, I can't believe I missed it. Uh-huh. But, uh, you, think, you think she'll let me pull up just for one, for, for the night party? Every, every year. But now it's like, you know, the week of, I'm like, oh yeah, the bash is this weekend. Let me let me hurry up and get packed. Let me start packing. <laughs> energy pack, bro. You gotta get that. Let me start packing. It just ain't the same, man. I want that type of energy. Well, I think I think the pandemic has messed people a chance to simmer and think yeah. and go back to the drawing board, board and yeah. be like, yeah, and be like, yo, how can we make this epic? And and I'm hoping that's what people are doing. I hope I'm hoping so too. by stewing, like, yo, how how am I gonna make this epic? 
because you know we all thirsty to come back outside every time Facts. i go outside of the grocery i'll be the, the window the, the sunroof open i've never been so excited to go grocery shopping in my life bro Facts. So i'm ready for a little bash i don't put the soft <laughs> top on the wrangler and chick ready to pull up we ready to pull up this <laughs> you know we got a new shapely like, video. We ready for a new shapely video. And you know what? I, I what, what she does it, at these events is some of the most fun, engaging stuff that happens at the badge. Aw, thank and, you. Are you saying that because you know me? We got to put that disclaimer out there. I mean, you know. <laughs> okay, no, no, no. But with that being said, I don't think that that should be the case. I mean, I shouldn't, when I go to these events, like, I don't feel like she should be, you know, putting on the the vast majority of production, yeah. these type of, like, think, you know what I'm saying? Like, the, the stuff that people go to with, with like, the, the conscious stuff, the uh, the stuff with, um, well, just stuff that's, that's engaging. Like, she shouldn't be putting the, the vast majority of effort into these things when this is somebody else's event. Well, I mean, believe it's, it's, it or not, it, it came <laughs> it came out of board that check gotta be right now. I'm a whole different idea now. But anyway, <laughs> um it came one out of boredom most of the times. And um two, it came out of boredom and not wanting to engage in the other activities. So, yeah. And then also I saw a and to me I saw a need. I, well, I don't even know if it was a need, but I'm like, okay, I like this. I, I can't be the only one. And sometimes you might have to sell people on it. You know what I'm saying? Like you you just might have to, or it might be a thing that, okay, maybe I had four or five attendees this year, but next year, you know, it grew. So really the, the, the issues that we said lent to the toxic environment are really the catalyst for the, the things that I, I then bring to wherever it is I'm going. Sounds good, guys. I mean, it sounds like, you know, overall, like we acknowledge that, you know, over the years, the bashes have definitely, um, like it has its run and it's had its really good moments and hot and it's reached its peak. But now what we're seeing is we're kind of like we're in a slump and now it's a challenge, not only for the organizers, but you know, for the people to come back, especially once we come out of this Auntie Rona situation um, and, mm -hmm. and have like a better experience in the future. Mm -hmm. So um, I think we should uh, wrap it up. Do you, Brooks, you want to say something else? I just wanted to ask Aya one more thing. Do you, do you think that the, the issues that have been occurring, the lack of um, like, you know, activity and things of that nature, do you think that can, do you think the the lack of like fresh blood with fresh ideas has has impacted that? Like, of do you do you? I mean, because most of the people that are doing this have been doing it for twenty years. They've been doing it for and with anybody. I mean, it doesn't matter if you're any company that you have. People don't necessarily like change. If I've been doing right. something for 10, 15 years, and you know, you're telling me I need to change this, this, and this, no. I've, I've had no issues for 15 years. Why would I change now? Um, okay, so, so I'm, I'm going to answer that. Sorry, I'm, I'm not going to be long, but I immediately thought of three things. The lack of fresh blood, yes, because you lack those, those new ideas. If I've been coming somewhere for 20 years, 
I might not see the flaw or, or what's missing. You know, just like if I'm writing my own essay, I might not see my own typos. You know what I'm saying? When I send it to Toya, she's like, that's wrong, that's wrong, that's wrong. I'm like, oh, crap, you know? Damn. Um, and then loyalty lends to people becoming complacent. Like, I don't have to do much because I know you're going to come back. Or I don't have to do much because I feel like you're going to come back. So in that sense, I feel like loyalty isn't necessarily being rewarded. In in some cases, I feel like it not can be taken for granted. Yeah. Because yeah. I don't think I don't think some people I don't think some people are willing to change until they get that until that competition beat, comes. The, the competition yeah. comes. I'm right. like, oh, you're throwing a, a, an event this month. Right. You're throwing an event in so July. So now too? I gotta make oh. my event popping. Most of the time, and this. most people are actually. That's when uh, something's wrong with you if you're not motivated. Once your purse is hurting, me and you ain't mm. the same. Because <laughs> I know. I, and <laughs> then that's a motivation. But I mean, I, I, I would take pride in the fact that I have the ability to impact so many people's lives, even if it's just for a week. Like I can, 300 people can come to my event and I can make their summer. Like right. that would mean something to me. That would make me like want to go so much harder. It's like, but that's your moral right compass. Right. Some people, it's about a bag. Right. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? That's your moral that's compass speaking. For some people, it's about a bag and the motivation is different. And yeah. can I just say that I don't think anything is wrong with the people who it's about the money, but right. sometimes also a lot of time, like I said earlier, that is the, the motivation. Their pocket got to hurt for them to right. like, oh, snap. I was too, I was lacking. I was too comfortable. Mm-hmm. And now my business is hurting. So now I got to really pay attention to everything that's going on and see where I can improve in those areas, you know? And I feel yeah. like it shouldn't only be about that because you missed that piece of what Brooks is speaking about. Yeah, totally. I feel like everybody should have a right to monetize whatever it is they're doing they're because doing. your time is worth something. You know what I'm saying? And also going back to what Toya said, the value. Some some people don't see the value in what you bring to the event. So like they they don't want to pay, but will pay an influencer who is not in touch with their people who has never been to their event you know what i'm saying but it's just the name only so they see the value in that but not the value in somebody who understands their patrons who knows where the gaps are who knows how to take that and expand upon it so it's like i'm getting a bag but i don't want to give this person who's going to lend whatever to the bag and then not so many for me like i do it for my people too you know what i'm saying it's always my end goal to monetize that i'm not gonna front about it too but if i could help one person or like you said one person decided to walk to the corner instead of driving to the corner or one person decided to welcome somebody instead of shunning them you know what i'm saying i i do it for the the culture i do it for the culture as well you know what i'm saying so for me it's like if i'm getting the bag or not, that's what you have to determine but it sucks that some people just don't see the value in bringing these things to their event, but then they will see the value in, in certain things that to me are so detached from what the bash embodies that it doesn't hit well. Right. And I, and I also think that this community with, with all the loyalty, um, the reliability, you know, you, you can count on these people attending your events yeah. every year. I think that that sets you up to be taken advantage of. I mean, I, as a whole, I think that you get people that come into the community and um, 
you know, want to take advantage. They want, they want to, um, like they know they can just do the same thing and be repetitive over and over mm-hmm. again. Um, Cause I've spoken to people and they've said, you know, I, I want to review on an event. I'm like, you know, what did you think of this event? And you know, they don't talk, speak too highly of it, but you've been the last 10 years. Yeah. <laughs> you go every year. Yeah. So, you know, I think that speaks a little bit to, um, you know, that, that comfortability. Mm-hmm. Well, um, I guess that's where we saw That's where we stand on, um, is bash culture toxic. Um, this is again, like our first episode on the way in. And I want to thank you, Aya, for joining us today and for promoting and helping us Thanks, get Aya. together. And Brooks, mm-hmm. thank you so much for being my co-host because I'm excited. Oh, that- yeah. Yeah, we're going to kill it. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we're going to be back, um, guys. Every This this podcast is dropping every um, every other week, so it's bi-weekly. Our first, this episode is going to be airing on May 3rd. And we want to know what you guys think about um, is ba- if bath culture is toxic or not. So definitely, you know, hit us on Instagram or on um on um on twitter on facebook and make sure you add the hashtag we weigh in when you send your response and on instagram you're gonna follow us of course on shapely events and you can hit brooks and i on twitter we're on twitter at toya do it big and brooks um you're on since the late 80s i really like that handle brooks oh yeah Yeah. <laughs> so um uh, <laughs> for all of us <laughs> thank you guys for joining